a very warm welcome to each one of you to this special edition of the Sentinels Facebook Live. I am Oenitam Oja. In this special series, we will be speaking to some of the key newsmakers news from the Northeast. And to begin this series, I have with me today two-time member of parliament from Assam's Kolyabor, the young and dynamic Mr. Gaurav Gogoi. Welcome, Mr. Gogoi, to the Sentinels Facebook Live. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is the first uh, edition, the first uh, Facebook Live uh, of the Sentinel, uh, like I've already mentioned. Uh, let me start by asking you about the current health emergency and, and the handling of the situation. Well, what we are in is unprecedented. Uh, we are in close to 40 days of lockdown in India. And in India, we and across the world, we don't have a vaccine yet. The only way to successfully beat coronavirus is with a vaccine. Until a time a vaccine is developed, we will be always living with COVID-19. So the health impact is immense. You have seen that certain states like Maharashtra and Gujarat, Madhya Pradesh have been badly hit. But I'm, uh, I'm really sorry to interrupt you. I think we are having a technical. Really sorry about that. A bit of a technical glitch there. I'm sure you are very used to all of these things. You keep doing a lot of TV and a lot of Facebook lives as well. Uh, sorry, uh, apologies one more time. Yes, so uh, what I was asking you is about uh, the uh, current health emergency the crisis that each one of us are going through at this point of time and the handling of the situation by the government. Well, uh, what I had said earlier, was that we can only successfully beat COVID-19 till we actually have a vaccine. Uh, no vaccine has been right. developed and ready for human trial. So till that time, yes. we all have to live with COVID-19. Now in certain states like Maharashtra, Gujarat, Madhya Pradesh, we have seen the number of people infected 
the number of people who have died due to COVID-19 has skyrocketed over the last three weeks. I'm grateful that so far the health impact of COVID-19 on the Northeast, including my home state of Assam, is very limited. So on the health side, we have so far escaped uh, the situation that exists in Maharashtra and Gujarat, but we still have to be cautious till the time our vaccine is developed. Um, we are not out of the woods yet, and we still have to keep uh, protocols of social distancing uh, in mind. So till that time, uh, I think it is prudent for the government to keep amplifying on text, uh, testing, to keep uh, teaching people right. or creating awareness of social distancing. And uh, we will soon, I think, ease the restrictions of the lockdown. But even if factories open and offices open and, uh, and fields, uh, agricultural fields open, I think the rules of social distancing must be developed uh, within factories, within agricultural fields, within offices. And those new uh, rules uh, should be kept in mind uh, in the days to come. Absolutely. Now, uh, since you've already mentioned about how about the easing of the restrictions, uh, starting tomorrow, many of the restrictions uh, will be lifted, of course, with certain riders. Uh, let us talk a little bit about the economy, the farm distress. Uh, what is Congress's view on these things? Uh, I believe uh, yesterday your uh, media in charge, Mr. Um, Randeep Surjewala, did come out with a seven-point solution. So. Uh, does it mean that the Congress already has a revival plan uh, in place, a strategy in place? Well, since the beginning, the Congress has been um, been giving very positive and constructive support. Uh, we were the first part to ask for a nationwide lockdown, even before the government of India uh, enforced its lockdown. After the lockdown, we were the first party to uh, for a financial package uh, for people who are living below the poverty line. And we saw the government respond uh, with the first financial action plan, which it had 500 rupees in the Gandhan account and 2,000 rupees. Uh, and we also you know, asked for the return of migrant labor. And we've seen that in a few days earlier, the migrant labor has been. What we see now and what we're advising the government is that you need to look after the small and medium uh, businesses and enterprises and small factories. Because understand that even before uh, COVID-19 hit India, uh, the small and medium and entrepreneurs were not doing well uh, in the in, in economy, be it yes. because of demonetization or GST. They were already in a very difficult place. And now with the markets shut down, uh, with mm -hmm. demand, going down with production units disrupted, I think they will be in further distress. So we're right. constantly advising our former Congress President Rahul Gandhi and through our senior leaders, we've been advising the government that think about those micro, small entrepreneurs, give them uh, financial support so that they can pay their employees. Uh, I think it's very difficult for small factory owners to pay their employees. And if they don't pay the employees, the employees will not have money uh, to buy food and vegetables. And right. you would see issues related to um, malnutrition and hunger, and we, which we don't want to happen. Right. 
So uh, from your side, do you have a five-point agenda or a 10-point agenda exactly how to you know, jumpstart the economy that is deep in the red at this point of time? Like you mentioned, and you have been tweeting a lot, you have been raising the concerns of the migrant workers. So do you, uh, how do you suggest the government handles the current situation? Well, there are uh, two things. I think already this year is a unique year. So whatever money which was allocated in, in this year's budget by the Union Government of India, that money can be allocated for support to poor people, small and micro entre uh, enterprises. So we've advised that mm -hmm. have a fund for a one lakh crore given to be to be given to micro and small medium entrepreneurs so that they can pay the wages of their employees he said give them another one lakh crore so that they can continue their firms uh, continue the production of their firms and we've also understand that government of india might need to borrow more money from that's the im or the bank so so all the burden of raising these financial resources does not come on the union government itself that's another thing right. that we've uh, advised. And uh, again, remember, this is also uh, the season for storing the next uh, of agricultural crops. Yes. Of, uh, products are coming to the market. Farmers also need um, to be paid remuneratively, given the adequate MP, so that in the rural economy is thriving. Mm -hmm. So these are some of the basic pointers we have mentioned. One lakh crore for MSMEs, one lakh crore for Labor more money in the international uh, market and international institutions and support the farmers. Okay, shifting our focus a little bit to uh, your home state, to Assam, uh, you seem to be really happy about the way the things have been uh, handled uh, overall, right? And uh, of course, uh, with a population of uh, three crore plus and just about you know 43 confirmed cases a commendable job uh, being done uh, by the uh, state government well as you see if you compare the the number of cases infected across the world and you see the number of cases in the us if you see the number of cases in germany south korea relatively india is much less affected by covid-19 but less than the number of cases or in the number of uh, uh, deaths. I think the number of deaths right. in the US is and here mm -hmm. we have much around uh, 1,000. So overall, yes. India as a nation has so far uh, escaped the the you know severity of COVID-19 and Assam example of that. Uh, what we've seen in India is that certain states are much more affected, and certain other parts of the states, other parts of India, are less affected. So Assam. Manipur, Sikkim, Goa, mm -hmm. uh, these are states, Odisha, these are states which are less affected. Uh, only time later research would say that, you know, what is what is it about this virus that affects uh, to the state of India uh, differently? But yes, you know, so far uh, we are always advising the state government in Assam that, you know, where we need more help, whether for the tea garden laborers, whether it's the people of Assam are stuck in other states. And, you know, I, I think right now is not the time to play politics. Right now is the time to put our minds together, give positive suggestions, to give concrete ideas, uh, continuously tell the people, Sam, what is the government planning? Because 
in the end, it is the people's uh, collective responsibility that we abide by the rules of social distancing, that we check, and that we abide by the rules of the lockdown, or the lockdown is subsequently uh, really uh, relaxed. I think it's for the people uh, to all abide by those rules and biases. So I think we must continuously speak uh, to people and create awareness. Right. Uh, let us also talk a little bit about the health infrastructure. Do you in any way feel that the current crisis has once again brought to the fore uh, the kind of you know deficit that we have as far as healthcare facilities, um, the uh, healthcare infrastructure that whole of the country, including the Northeast, has? Uh, do you feel that uh, it is really high time that we really fix all the uh, loopholes there as far as the healthcare infrastructure and facilities are concerned, and also the spendings um, with uh, reference to the GDP needs to go up significantly. Well, I agree. I think one of the takeaways from COVID-19 is that India needs to invest much more in healthcare, whether at the central level, state level, or district level. Uh, right now, it does not have the capacity to produce a vaccine uh, which can uh, defeat COVID-19, waiting for vaccines from others. We don't have capacity to manufacture sufficient number of personal protection equipments. We're importing those. Uh, we don't have the design or the technology to you know, make testing kits. We are doing that in partnership with uh, global international firms. So this uh, crisis has exposed uh, uh, the vulnerabilities in the Indian health system. And I'm right. uh, confident uh, in the days to come, uh, this would be an area which would be, uh, which would see more investment. Because in I really see that India can be the model of global healthcare for the entire world. We already have mm -hmm. a health infrastructure where people from other countries come to Delhi or people from other Northeast states come to Guwahati. Uh, you know, to get yes. better uh, and better resources, but there's a long road ahead, a long way to go. Right. Uh, so going back to the issue of migrant workers, Sam is expecting anywhere upwards of four and a half lakh of uh, migrant workers coming back to the state. So what do you think, uh, how the, you know, how should the government look at providing jobs to all of these people addressing the whole issue of migrant workers? Because many of them have already said that even if there are jobs outside of their state, they would not like to go back. So it looks like a huge task in the hands of the Assam government as far as job creation is concerned, as far as getting the economy back on track is concerned. So what are your views on uh, these issues? Well, I think there will be some fear and apprehension after the lockdown is relaxed for people to go back to their normal routine, go back to uh, vegetable shops, to go back to village huts, to go back to their offices, mm -hmm. factories, or go back to service industry where they were working. And this fear and this apprehension is genuine, it's understandable, but it has to be overcome. Uh, we cannot be a thriving economy if we are, uh, if the sentiment of fear is there. So I think we will all have to work together. Uh, and I, I think it's for the good of the economy, uh, especially in the 
service industry where so many SMEs people, so many people from Northeast India work uh, that, you know, it's for them. Uh, if we can create an atmosphere that no matter where they go, whether it is in Assam or back to their, uh, you know, back to the state where they were originally working, that the rules of social distance are followed, that the health infrastructure has been ramped up, testing has ramped up. I think um, in the yes. end, we will have to create that sense of confidence in us. And only, only if we have that sense of confidence uh, will our economy, uh, which is the context of your question, will move forward. Right. Uh, so uh, regarding sectors like the tourism, because tourism has been one of the key um, economy boosters for not just Assam, whole of Northeast now has taken a huge hit, obviously, the hospitality sector and needless to say, the farm space. So uh, any suggestions or solutions from your side? Well, as I, uh, I mean, definitely there are many sectors which are very hit. Hospitality industries is devastated uh, because not uh, besides the uh, the big brands such as the Marriott's and the Taj and the Radisson. We also have the small uh, entrepreneurs. Uh, my home, my home constituency of, uh, mm -hmm. of Kaliyabur has Kajirangan National Park, and a lot of people who are tourist um, lodges and the small cottages, uh, bed and breakfast, and Airbnbs. So all of them have hit because uh, the flights have been restricted, trains have been restricted, inter-district movement has stopped. Um, so, they, you know, this is where I think for various district administrations, they have to identify the local district chambers of commerce as to the economic loss uh, that uh, people have, you know, that entrepreneurs, employers have felt. And we have to find a way, uh, even though we're in lockdown, but you know, all of us, even at our district level or at the state level, we have to plan that, okay, how do we come back uh, and and get back on our feet, and I think that's the right. that's what is most critical right now. Uh, that you know, there's not enough planning uh, that which is happening. There's not enough planning around how to get tourism back on track, how to get education right. back on mm -hmm. track, uh, how to get um, uh, healthcare back on track, or some of the government schemes. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be a lot more. What I would just suggest is for at the district level and at the state level for. Um, for, you know, for uh, for uh, think tanks, for universities, for academicians, yes. for public intellectuals, local come together and kind of brainstorm uh, what is the way that uh, you know we can get back on our feet. I don't think the government itself or just bureaucrats themselves will have capacity to think this. It needs a public participation of civil society, academia, private sector, small entrepreneurs, farmers, everybody. Right, but so far, uh, is Gaurav Gogoi happy the way things are being handled uh, in Assam, in Northeast, and uh, across India? Well, as I said, uh, no, I for me the benchmark for you know successfully overcoming COVID nineteen is that a we have a vaccine, and till the time we don't have a vaccine, uh, no, there's not a single death, or uh, and there's not a single case of infection. So till the time, mm -hmm. you know, we are, you know, uh, I, I, I'm uh, just about being too optimistic on. Because we, mm -hmm. in the early stage of pandemic, we've seen in other states like Delhi that there could be a second wave. So I rather, you know, focus on doing what is necessary in my capacity as an opposition member of parliament 
and I rather have the government, uh, you know, just focus on what they need to do next instead of, uh, or, or, you know, uh, instead of evaluating uh, their work uh, right. too early on. Okay, uh, I'm sure you also must be getting a lot of calls um, from uh, many of the students and you know people stranded outside Assam. Um, Yes. Go ahead. Right. Uh, yeah. So just wanted to know, you know, what, what are some of those calls which have come to you, uh, maybe from the students, uh, because uh, Delhi has a lot of um, students from the region, not just from Assam. I'm sure you must be getting calls from Pune, Mumbai, Bangalore. So what are some of the uh, anything, any of these calls which really stood out? Well, that's it. I mean, recently there was the call from the, the three people who are from my constituency who are uh, in Delhi in, at the Rajiv Gandhi um, Super Specialty Cancer Institute, uh, where they got tested positive for COVID-19. I spoke to them okay. uh, and told them, you know, that I, if they need any help uh, with the medical facility, I'm there. And I also, you know, got, you know, my office got in touch with the medical superintendent mm -hmm. at the Rajiv Gandhi uh, Cancer Institute. And told them that they must look after, uh, you know, uh, our patients from Assam. And yes, as you're right, I met with uh, Assamese people who are stuck in Uttar Pradesh, uh, Bombay, Pune, Bangalore. Um, you know, who are for for some reason are not getting uh, food rations, or the food rations have run out. And I must point out that the support of the Congress network uh, has been immense uh, because in many states mm -hmm. we don't have a Congress government. But we do have, you know, very active Congress right. volunteers, you know, whether it's Uttar Pradesh or Karnataka. And um, the minute I've called them, uh, you know, we've uh, managed to provide the necessary rations to those people. So within our party, we've opened a centralized uh, control room, especially for migrant labor, where we've right. taken calls from states, um, you know, about where the migrant labor are stuck. And they might be in a remote village, they might be in a remote town, uh, but you know, if they need help, you know, our Congress Party volunteers are there to help them. And I'm, I'm, uh, I've managed to help many people uh, through our uh, AICC control room. Right. And finally, would like to know what, uh, how you have been spending your days during this lockdown. Well, uh, I think uh, I'm very grateful uh, for the resources that I have, uh, which means that you know the pain and the that. Uh, you've seen on television and newspapers as, as to how people are queuing up for uh, for Russians or they're walking on the streets mm -hmm. or you know like like the people that I'm helping. Uh, so I'm definitely grateful and um, I try to do my best to help as many people as I can every day. And I think all of us, you know, you, yourself, the people in your office, we're all looking after our families, making sure that everybody's all right, speaking to them, looking after the children. Uh, of course, you're participating much more in sort of work. So I'm like uh, anybody else in your office. I'm doing all the same, you know, cooking, cleaning, and trying to, you know, do my work. Right. Thank you so much for joining us. We will uh, keep coming back to you for more uh, such uh, interactions. Thank you once again for joining the Sentinels Facebook Live. Uh, viewers, you. thank you all. Thank you so much. Stay safe and take care. Viewers, thank you so much for joining in. Uh, we will be back. Till then, keep watching this space. Keep tuning in to Sentinel's Facebook page and do follow us on our website as well. Thank you and goodbye.